Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Mary Slocum, and this is my podcast. It's my very first episode, and I'm excited to be here with you right now. Living a mindful life is what I do and what you can do too. Today, I want to share how I got here, why this podcast, and what you have to look forward to. Your Mindful Life Podcast. I've been practicing mindfulness for a long time. I have to say, though, it took me some time to actually be mindful and practice it in my life. At first, I just read a lot about it. And through that, I discovered that you can't read or analyze your way into mindfulness. You actually have to do something. And that something is practice. Once I started practicing meditation and bringing that practice into daily life, I realized the power of pausing, of paying attention, of focus, and asking little questions like, what's happening now? And how does this feel in my body? And by being kind and expressing kindness to and for others, I learned the power of gratitude and compassion. I realized that although the practices are simple, they're not always easy. It takes energy to be mindful. When you're mindful, your perspective changes. Your relationship with experience changes. Your patience grows. You pay attention to right now. You listen without jumping ahead. Your heart opens. You embrace yourself and others. And you notice which habits are serving you and which ones aren't. And you have a path forward, a way to change them. After a time, the constant energy-zapping self-referencing of me, my, and mine and the editorializing of should and shouldn't calm down. Life opens as it is happening, passing, fleeting, hard and beautiful, and you are okay with all of it. This doesn't mean that life is always happy. Life is happy and sad by its very nature. I feel sad, frustrated, and afraid at times like everyone else. After all, experience is experience. It's how I relate to it that's different. Let me go back in time. When I was 26, in a matter of a few weeks, the world as I knew it blew up. I found myself living in a country under a military dictatorship that scared me to death. I suffered a hemorrhaged ectopic pregnancy that almost took my life. And on top of it all, I was coping with learning a new language and finding a job. These events congealed in me. I was depressed, I was unhappy, and I was afraid. 
I kept repeating an interior monologue that I was broken and not good enough. In short, I was suffering big time. And at the same time, I found a university teaching job and joined a modern dance company. On the outside, life was moving ahead. And sometimes I really did feel happy. And I was also stuck. Often I would find myself caught in negative self-talk and an endless loop of regret, rewriting the story of what had happened to me, feeling sorry for myself, and feeling isolated and alone. It was not fun. It was painful. But imagine, it took me years before I figured out that although on the surface life was going well, underneath Something needed to change. I needed to change the relationship with myself. I realized you have to do something. You have to act. So I started meditating on my own. Later, a big boost came when I took a Stanford University continuing education course called The Science of Compassion with Kelly McGonigal. I was there because I like science. I like to understand how things work. I like to know what's going on here. And I was attracted to the subject of compassion because I was feeling burned out at work. By this time, I had earned an MBA and had a successful high-tech marketing career at home because I felt I was almost never there because of work, and I felt I was shortchanging my family, and in my relationships, because I was always trying to fix everything and feeling it was never enough. In the course, we reviewed research that showed how compassion increases happiness, health, connectedness, and decreases stress and burnout. And we actually practiced meditation together. And this was the first time I had meditated in a group, in a community. I realized that having community makes a really big difference. Practicing meditation together, at least some of the time, is really necessary. Doing compassion meditation changed me. I felt more open and the nagging little voice shaming and belittling me quieted down. I felt more connected and had more energy. My need to fix everything changed too. What I learned is that helping to end someone's suffering is fine, but getting attached to a particular outcome is not. Compassion is not about fixing anything. It's about doing something to relieve someone's suffering. We simply extend a helping hand in a way that's appropriate in the moment. Over time, my repertory of mindfulness meditation practices broadened. I learned to pause, to let go of judgment, to question beliefs. Good and bad things continued to happen, but my perspective and response was changing. I could pay attention and observe rather than jump in, pushing things away or grabbing hold of them. 
I even began going to silent retreats to deepen my practice. I was growing both wisdom and love, the two wings of mindfulness. I learned that my experiences are not me, my thoughts are not me, my feelings are not me. I can be with experience, thoughts, and feelings that are terrible or beautiful without getting all tangled up in them. I learned that when the voice in my head says, you're broken, I can find solid ground, pay attention, open my heart, and say back, oh, I see you're here. Thanks for coming, but I can handle this now. And guess what? I really can handle it. And the voice fades away. So this brings me to why this podcast. I began teaching mindfulness meditation online after completing a two-year certification program. And each week, I would give a little talk to my students as part of the class. Some of these I recorded and put on my website. When I was preparing a new website, my web guru, Bill Rafferty, saw the recordings on my old one and said, hey, these are great. Why don't you do a podcast? It was just the nudge I needed. So here I am, ready to share not only what I have learned, but also what I have lived, and to provide practical ways to bring mindfulness into your life. My intention is also to grow community. I think of this podcast as more than a weekly destination. It's a gathering place. A place to learn how you can be in the world with intention and purpose. How you can find focus in a world that is more and more distracted. And a place where you can learn how you can step out of habits and patterns that don't serve you. So if you're curious, join me weekly. The topics are endless. We'll explore why we are all so distracted and what we can do about it, how kindness, compassion, and gratitude bring joy and connectedness. We'll look at how to be with uncertainty and change and how to let go of the push-pull of aversion and clinging. Recognizing what is happening right now and how it feels in your body. Training your mind to concentrate without pushing away or grabbing on to what is happening. Asking the little questions. What's happening now? How does it feel in my body with patience and curiosity? Opening your heart with kindness, joy, and equanimity. These are the practices of mindfulness. I'm grateful you're here listening. So right now, let's practice gratitude together. Take a moment and pause. Close your eyes if it's safe to do so. Now bring to mind someone who has done something to support you or to help you. Maybe someone who has listened to you or taught you something. Or maybe they simply braked a bit so you could safely merge onto the freeway. Whatever this act of kindness is, 
bring it and the person who did it to mind and express your gratitude to them. Thank them for their thoughtfulness, their kindness, their patience. Really feel your gratitude. Open your heart towards this person. And now, when you're ready, open your eyes and reconnect to the world around you. It's been amazing to be with you today. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And check out my website, yourmindfulpractice.com, where you can sign up for live mindfulness meditation classes. A new series is beginning soon. Or join our newsletter. So that's yourmindfulpractice.com. Y-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-F-U-L-P-R-A-C-T-I-C-E dot com. There you have it. That's all for today. Thanks so much for being here with me. Until next week, be well, be mindful. Be mindful.